Live from Eric Sosinski's shoulders, it's the Slam Dunklers. And right now we've got good conscience, no good conscience, we've got bad conscience Joe Shea and bad conscience John Blevins. You can see in my picture the horns. They're more like moose horns, but not devil horns. Um, <laughs> we are the bad conscience here for you today. Um, John lacking his mustache, I lacking my top hat. Um, we're here to talk to you guys about uh, Grand Prix Toronto and all that good stuff. So, John, um, you want to like just lay out the the basics about you know the, the little prerequisites of the trip, the the hotel, and going up with the crew we picked, and all that stuff. Sure. So, uh, I was uh, fortunate enough to have won a Grand Prix trial uh, at David Adams, where they were giving out a hotel. So, I had the hotel all paid for, um, and uh, yeah, made a free hotel. <laughs> yep. So that was good. Good way to start it off. Uh, hey, good group of good group of guys is me, you, uh, Mike Ando, and Eric Szynski. It's Ando's uh, first Grand Prix. Ando's first Grand Prix. He's one for one on day twos for uh, Grand Prix, so that's pretty sweet. That's pretty. Also, sweet. Big E said that this is his fifth consecutive day two for Grand Prix. That's. I don't know if that's true or not, but honestly, considering the fact that Eric's just been on a tear lately, I I wouldn't wouldn't doubt it. Would not doubt it. So, yeah, yeah, so that that was good, um, and yeah, we it, it it's a good it's a good thing and a bad thing. We didn't really have any snafus, uh, you know, getting there or getting back or anything I mean, like usually that. Usually, there's always a train wreck. Or... There's always something, but those things are what make the uh, what make the trip memorable a lot of the time. So, yeah. I mean, it was a good trip for sure, but there wasn't any uh. There wasn't really a uh, a landmark mistake or horrible thing that usually happens with our trips that uh, really made this one stick out. Only three minor explosions. Oh man! <laughs> but that's uh, you know, we're used to that. Yeah. So um, yeah, for anyone who's who's never been to a Grand Prix, we can try to um, you know, give you the the general idea of what goes on and and all that stuff. So. <clears throat> You know, from my experience in general, when you go up, uh, you travel like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday for a Grand Prix, Friday is just kind of like you're pumped, you're energetic, you're excited, just dying to get there. Um, you know, we're, we're just cracking jokes in the car for about two hours. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if we should be saying this, but I know Ando, <laughs> something about Ando's car and um, there's a problem oh. with a Ando, Mike, m- so. Mr. Mike has a doppelganger. We're going to call him Mike Rando. Mark, Mark Randall. Mark, <laughs> Mark Rando. <laughs> yeah, so uh, apparently... He apparently committed multiple murders. Yeah, yeah. apparently he's he's often confused with a felon on the loose. So <laughs> so if the cops kick down the doors to an F&M, it's probably not for you. For him. <clears throat> give, him, give him up quickly, and you'll be rewarded. Yeah, yeah you'll be rewarded. <laughs> not the muscle with Boonished. But yeah, it was, you know, it was fun going up. We, um... We only had four in the car, which was nice. The um, it was kind of tight though. Uh, we didn't have too much space. Uh, people packed a bit heavy. Well, yeah, Mike Mike's car uh, Mike's car is pretty small too. <laughs> On top of that, the the mobile card store was in effect. Yeah, Joshi <laughs> brings five hundred suitcases, and of course you troll us by saying, "Oh, why did you guys pack so much?" As you throw in three suitcases into the back. Yeah, I had to be prepared there, you know. Uh, you're gonna trade. You're gonna do it right. You know, yeah. In case yeah. someone's asking for those Praetor's crabs, you gotta have about 400 on handy. 
True, or uh, Archon, Archon of the Triumvirate. <laughs> yeah, I know, really. You know, because Carnival Healthies won't trade themselves. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of the uh, the new tradition that I started and then we continued this uh, Grand Prix is to uh, wish everyone good luck on uh, day one of the Grand Prix and hopefully day two, as well as wishing Vinny uh, good luck at the 12 p.m. side events. <laughs> those those $5 drafts won't fire themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, for uh, for anyone that wasn't there, they did $5 drafting. Um you know, eight-man eight pods would just fire when eight people signed up. $5 drafts for rounds one and two. So effectively what that meant was everyone who was not in the main event was just going to constantly draft. Just got a little little prize. Yeah, I mean and the – anyone who's sleeping special. Yeah, the payout was <laughs> – the payout for the $5 drafts was actually insane because uh, – I mean, it was first place got five. Then it was five – it was a five three two two in an eight-man draft. Wow. wow. I mean, so for five bucks, that's that's pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, I mean that, that's I've never seen value like that. But at no, the same no. at the same time, um, who ran this who ran this event? Uh, as far as I know, it was a tournament organizer called West Can Events or West Canada. I'm not sure exactly what it is. Yeah, so we've got uh, an airing of grievances, if you will, in this in this festivus season. <laughs> I mean, it, a it festivus is that, for the rest of us. It is, yeah. So this this Grand Prix was problematic. <laughs> Excuse me. The, I'm the choking on my own hate right here. Yeah, worst run Grand Prix I've ever been to by far, and I've been to I went to GP Vegas, which was a train wreck yeah. with 4,500 people. Yeah. So, first off, I mean, I, I understand that you're in Canada, and thank you for the shout out, whoever just gave us a shout out. But <laughs> do you not see who that is? <laughs> no, I actually have uh, something covering up most of it. It is. Alex Bianchi. Alex Bianchi. Much, uh, <laughs> thanks shout for the shout outs, Matt Radishek. <laughs> but yeah, so Bianchi, aren't you downstairs right now? <laughs> <laughs> so what what they did was for any Americans who are not any Americans, I mean well, for all intents and purposes, anyone with American cash, so Americans and rich Canadians. <laughs> they would um they try actually charge them extra to play in the the side events or the grand prix because they apparently yeah. decided to just get a little more value on them. No no idea yeah, why just double value. just scummy. I mean yeah double, yeah. yeah the exchange rates uh 106 American for every one Canadian. So I mean just just yeah. double dipping like that was pretty poor taste. I I left a, just yeah. left me very bitter. You know yeah, and I, for a huge tournament organizer to do that that's just that's just shitty. Yeah, I mean it's, you know, I know so many so many uh, stores in the states. They, uh, you know, they're not going to get you for the the extra six percent or whatever, because you know just show up to an you know magic event. They want to encourage people to come and not have to deal with you know currency exchange. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I know a lot of people were were very unhappy about that. They um. Oh, I know Dark Forest usually just takes Canadian. If people if people only have Canadian, they'll take it. Yeah, I mean most people, most places in the states take it apart. You know, it's it's not worth. Yeah, because it's just stupid. It's a stupid practice and a stupid like business decision to be like, oh no, you have Canadian. Uh, yeah. Can't uh, can't come. Yeah, I mean the problem is, um, you know, you know, I mean, it's at, at smaller events or at, at stores or whatever. You know, you can just say, you know, whatever. You know, I don't need to. I can just wait. I won't have to pay the exchange. But, I mean, when people come out to a Grand Prix and you know they're there for the weekend and you're just sticking it to them, you know, because, I mean, they're going to play. I mean, that's pretty dirty for yeah. 
it, it, and the guy was an asshole too, and it was yeah, you <clears> know, no bueno. Like, you know, it's like, oh, if you come to our country, why don't you have our currency? Yeah, he literally said that. <clears throat> I mean, that's just, I mean, that's just insulting. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm not one to, you know, I, I mean, I love insulting people, but I mean, that's just bad taste. Not as a business, though. I mean, not not as a business, no. Yeah, and uh, oh, uh, on a somewhat related though, yeah. <laughs> West Can Events no longer does Grand Prix. Huh? Who would have thought? <laughs> It was the last Grand Prix, thankfully. I would never it, like I would never go to one of their events again anyway. No, so. I mean if if they did run an event, I would you know actively go out of my way and use use the major major power that Joe Shea's voice has, which <laughs> apparently is true, to to make us think about it. But yeah. they were terrible. Yeah. So yeah, the event um, the event was supposed to start at like what ten o'clock. Yes. Yeah, and I know Kai had the sleeping special. He showed up like during round one at like one o'clock. The, the event started literally two hours late. It was just just a mess. They ran yeah. the playmats were oh oh I, I've got a a little side rant because I I love the playmats and uh-huh. this and that. So here's my question. I mean this is something that I can't I really can't figure out. You know I mean I don't know how much it costs to make a playmat. I'm gonna guess. I mean, if you get them mass produced, like if you get a couple thousand made, if you get them done at like, you know, say two dollars a piece or something, you know, uh, you know, and you give them away to the first seven hundred, why don't you just say, you know, playmats, you know, you, you can get that, you can get the playmat for five dollars, on top of your registration fee. Yeah. Just do that, and you know, you make. I mean, you're not making a huge amount of profit, but at the same time, you know, you're not going to have, you know, people pissed off about that. Because I mean, if you limit the amount of playmats you have, all you're doing is you know, giving the vendors something else to make money on. Yeah, but I mean, they probably they don't mind that. Like, they don't care as a tournament organizer, and they would rather have that than be left with six hundred extra playmats when it's a playmat that people don't want. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, if you, I mean, you know, you're gonna go out the first seven hundred or something. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if if you get out the you know the first seven hundred for free or whatever. You know, just not giving off for free and just charging five bucks to everyone else. You, you make fifteen hundred playmats, you're effectively breaking even, if not making money. I don't know. I'm, yeah. trying, I'm trying to think of an idea to make it work because I'm sick of you know not being there immediately and, and getting a playmat, or maybe give out playmats to, or I mean, you could use the extra playmats and just leverage it to side events. Like, hey, if you win a side event, you get another playmat. If you you know, I mean, in, that might, in their defense, you could have just pre-regged like three months ago and guaranteed a playmat. True. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that that is definitely true. That's I mean, probably the best way to do it. Is if it's based on <clears throat> what uh, the timestamp of when you pre-reg, not when you get to the event, which is much better in my yeah. opinion. But, but then it just pushes us uh, procrastinators that way until the last minute to. The yeah. So for all, I mean, for all, the, I mean, I was on the fence of playing or not, whatever. But for all intents and purposes, the, the event was run poorly. Um, oh, Very. oh, the event site was awful. Uh, no water fountains yep. anywhere. Not uh, yeah, there was zero water fountains anywhere, and I searched the place. Yeah, just just dreadful. But, I did, however, find a great secret bathroom. <clears throat> oh, also shout outs to Judge Rick. I know he's never going to hear this, but he hooked me up with a bottle of water. Um, definitely needed. I was probably gonna pass out on Saturday, but you know he hooked me up with a bottle, so that was huge. Um, much love, but yeah, I digress. Not shout outs to the judge who got the judge question wrong. Oh, and shout outs to me for knowing the <laughs> shout outs to answer. John Blevins to 
the L negative one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell the story. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little little market research here for you. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So, uh, Joe and I are just walking around because this is uh, this is day two and we didn't make it. We we're just kind of walking around. I didn't really do anything on day two besides hang out. And uh, we're just watching some random match. <clears throat> Joe points out that this guy has a better collection than him because he's uh, he's got like a ton of stuff. And it, just, it might, you know, it's probably better than mine. Okay, he has a, he has a comparable collection. And uh, <clears throat> we're just watching his match, just uh, you know, hang out or whatever. And uh, so his opponent uh, does something, uh, kills, um, uh, tries to destroy a shipwreck singer during uh, his main phase. So the guy goes, okay, uh, in response, I'll use his give all attacking creatures minus one, minus one until end of turn, and then I'll regenerate it with a boon of Erebus. And the guy's like, okay. And I'm like, uh, I wonder if this guy realizes that it doesn't do anything. Which, from the, the guy with the shipwreck singer's point, he might as well do that because his opponent might mess up. And if he doesn't need the mana, it, it's fine. So, like, it's fine from that point. But then he, he you can tell, you know he doesn't know what the actual interaction is because he calls a judge over to make sure uh, that the right result uh, happens. So a judge gets called over, and I'm like, I wonder if this judge is going to get this right because I know the answer. And uh, a judge comes over. Apparently you know who he is, but I, I have no idea. He apparently has some judge podcast or something. I don't know. Judge don't know Cast North. Yes. Judge Cast North. Yes, that is the judge. Oh, that's what it's called. Yes. Okay, Judge Cast North. So the one of the people on that show doesn't know the rules of magic, and I do. So just saying. Uh, Get roll so, level twos. Okay, so the the judge comes He's over. He's Joe Shea level. Exactly. He 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 gets he comes over. He makes the call, and, and the guy goes. So if I use Shipwreck Singer in the main phase, do his attacking creature? If he attacks, do his attacking creatures get minus one, minus one, minus one, minus one this turn? He looks at the card, he looks at the creatures, he looks at Boon of Erebus, he goes, yeah, they would. And I go, uh-oh, wrong go. None of them appealed. Neither player appealed. So I'm like, well, I don't really care about this match because I don't know anyone in the match, but I'm going to go over and talk to the head judge just to make sure. For the go Rubbins. Over the head judge. For the Rubbins. Go over to the head judge. Head judge, uh, we say, uh, hey, we have a judge rule. We have a judge question. He goes, there's plenty of judges here. And I go, yeah, but one of them just got a ruling wrong, or we think so. I, I mean, I was pretty sure, but I wasn't 100% sure. Uh, so he looks up the ruling, and he's like, yeah, you're right. That judge is wrong. So he goes back over. I don't know what happened with the match. I just kind of walked away. I saw the uh, the guy that I think I think the guy lost because of it. Uh, he looked kind of pissed. I mean, it wasn't. It was none of the neither of the players' faults because they just didn't know, and they asked the judge, and the judge was wrong. So, I mean, what are you going to do there? Yeah, but, I, what, uh, what I thought was crazy was um, the judge. He walked over to another judge to double check, and the yeah, so two other judge. Wrong. Yeah, and I thought that was pretty crazy. And you, you know how bad it's got to burn. Just it has to sting to the to the very far reaches of their soul to be corrected by. Snidely Whiplash and the Cat in a Hat. Yeah. Yep. Just the, the king of the rubbins right there. The absolute worst rubbins. Yep. And then I get massively punished by having my binder stolen. So. <laughs> get rolled. <laughs> yes. Uh, Lucas says that Blevins L2 before uh, Joe Shea. It's got to happen. I, I called this years ago. Yep. I called this years ago. Guaranteed. 
I'm gonna be I'm gonna become an L two before Joe does, and I'm L negative one right now. Not even an L zero. So we have a special feature. I don't know if any of you guys had seen the top eight, but I actually was in the top eight. <laughs> so uh, John, can you play that recording of the top eight draft pod? Yeah, let me uh, <laughs> let me get the. Uh, uh, oh, hold on. Talk 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 about uh, something. Else. Do another topic real quick. I'm going to get a, uh, yep. a, a picture for this right. uh, segment. Yeah. So, <laughs> in general, the um, I thought that the Canadians, they, they did do a couple things right. They um, the, the people that I traded with were very friendly, and they were fun, and we had a good time. Uh, the people loved the hat. People that knew me, um, you know, previously from previous times, they talked about, hey, I remember you the hat, and we just hung out and talked. It was really cool. Uh, I know they like John's mustache, so their fashion sense is clearly yeah. awful, just like ours. The French Canadians loved the mustache. It was awesome. I should have went all in with the with the the hot denim on denim action. That was my mistake. Uh, I think I think Craig Wesco owns that look. So I don't <laughs> it's know if he's the market. Too. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I found the perfect picture for this too. It's not loading though. Uh, here we go. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know someone who liked the mustache that uh, I think also liked you. Dragon chick. Yes. We will talk about Dragon Chick la- later. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, just give me uh, give me more minutes. Yeah. So uh, so that <laughs> happened, and uh, we'll talk about Dragon Chick later. But I know those people who who played at the event. They didn't day two, but they they had some good runs. Um, I think I'm pretty sure it was you know Jividen, uh, uh, John Jividen, Dan Stella. <clears throat> you know they did pretty well. I, I didn't follow them too much, so a lot of people from Buffalo. I know they, you know, they're solid players. They, their pools might not have been the greatest. They, uh, you know, they, were, they were going pretty far though, so that was good. Also, uh, Toronto kid uh, Tyler Nightingale. I met him at uh, P, uh, PTQ uh, One Damage Off Confidant, <coughs> <laughs> and you know I talked oh. to him there. Okay. So, when I, uh, whenever you're, whenever you're ready for the uh, next right. segment. Yeah. So I talked to him, and uh, you know I've, I've talked to him every other event and things like that. So. It's been a uh, you know you know hey how you doing this and that and what decks you playing what are you building so that was definitely uh, it was nice to see him do well because you know I don't know him that well but you know someone you kind of know when he does well you're rooting for him so good luck to him and his future things hopefully see you in other events so yeah and that's yeah. how you build connections at, at Magic Convention you know exactly you multiple times you know yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, know, it, yeah, you know, I mean, if he, had, you know, he says, okay, oh, hey, I need, I'm playing this event, can I borrow a card or two? Yeah, I'd probably hook him up with a card or two. So I mean, you know, nothing, yeah. you know, nothing too expensive, but at the same time, you know, you can make mm-hmm. it work. I mean, it's good to, to, you know, meet people and become part of the, you know, the international community. Yep. <clears throat> so let's get that. Uh, so, let's get the, the Joe Shane yeah, well, draft going. Quick, quick, quick thing. Uh, ben asked, "What did I have in my binder?" I'm just going to conservatively estimate like four hundred ish dollars worth of random cards. In three actual quarters. In three actual quarters, so like four hundred dollars <laughs> and seventy-five cents worth of cards and a and a monster binder. But uh, yeah, so uh, we've got uh, we've got the um, we've got the uh, the draft, the top eight draft viewer um, or the the coverage from it. We've it was uh, it was they didn't show coverage on Twitch for some reason, but we were there and we got a recording of it and. Uh, <clears throat> We've got uh, Rich Hagan here, so uh, let's get him on the line. And uh, oh, there he, there he is. All right, so uh, here's the uh, here's a clip. Actually, so here we are at the top eight of GP Toronto. 
Joe Shea has an over has been overwhelmingly voted as the person we're going to watch in the draft viewer. Let's take a look at what Joe picks here. Opens up the pack. Sees a thought sees. Flips. Oh, he slams it down. He slams down the first pick. Thought sees. Did not even look at the rest of the pack. Okay. Joe Shea making a bold move. Picking the first pick. Thought sees without even looking at the rest of the pack. Did not even wait for the draft to be signaled. Okay. Let's see what he takes for his second pick. Looks, looks through the pack. Oh, he sees an Elspeth. That's almost certainly going to be his pick. Fans through. Oh, what's that? He slammed a card. What card was that? It was a miscut messenger speed. <laughs> he picked a miscut messenger speed over an Elspeth. Good God. Shuhei Nakamura is going to get a third pick Elspeth in the top eight draft. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll check back in on the uh, the draft cast in a little bit, but uh, yeah, it's that's how it started out. That's how that's how the first two picks of the top eight draft. <laughs> the first two picks of the top eight draft for Joe Shea, who did in fact top eight GP <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um, speaking of people who who were there, the the pros, the pros, we. Uh, we got a hold of some pros. We uh, we did our our classic dunkling on them. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> we were just kind of sitting there. Um, you know, John DeWise had uh had cracked a pretty decent pool, right? Yeah. What did he say? He was gonna just called not just snap. He nine. called the shot nine zero. He called the nine zero. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure he was literally back home by noon. Yeah, he was back home before Vinny was. <laughs> But yeah, we, we had seen him at uh, we were just kind of sitting down, whatever. We saw him at a, a vendor, and uh, LSV walks, uh, he's walking by, and I'm like, I, I scream out, Pro Tour Hall of Famer John Dwight. <laughs> LSV gives me a dirty look. I was like, yeah, I earned that one. <laughs> it's like who's this scrubbing the hat, you know? <laughs> Hope he dies. Hope he dies. <laughs> so that was that was our fir- that was the first troll pro. What was the uh, what was Owen, the second one? Owen Turtenwald. What happened with him? Day two, um, day two. Uh, props to all the guys who day twoed. Uh, Mike Ando, Eric Sinski, Matt Radajek, Kai Burnett, Dean Bills, a bunch of other guys we probably forgot. We had a little good Curtis representation. Shoe. Curtis, yeah, Curtis, uh, Travis Allen made it yeah. as well. Yeah, we had a, we had a good representation there. But Lenny Le, Lenny uh, Larada though he didn't show up. He, he, Lenny Larada Lenny Larada was X two going into day two. Got knocked out by the breakfast buffet. <laughs> Couldn't get through the continental breakfast. That hotel ate continental breakfast really took him. He, he ate frosted flakes instead of special K with with strawberries. It was too much for him. Rookie mistake. Couldn't, do it. Couldn't get back in time. <laughs> yeah, so Turtenwald uh, is uh, Turtenwald's playing against uh, Eric, and you know, I just kind of walk, walk by. I'm uh, you know just like seeing what's up, and then uh, you know done with game one, and I'm like uh, like yeah, look at this guy got a a, a PTQ top eight playmat. Um, you know, it, that's how you represent your good and this and that. And I was like, yeah, the other guy didn't even play Matt. I mean, like, God, like, must feel like a scrub. You know? <laughs> Just like, and Turtwell, like, looks at me, you know, as, as though I didn't know he had, you know, won the last two Grand Prix. <laughs> <laughs> as, he, as if he hadn't gone runner-runner. Yeah. 
yeah, wins back to back Grand Prix. I'm like just like talking smack. He's got he got no playmat. Not good enough to have like a, a winner's playmat. <laughs> it would have been better if Eric had a uh, a game day chance. Oh yeah, play oh, I'd have gone off. They'd have that have taken me away. The judge would have had to escort me away from that table. Yep. And then uh, we had the the All Star, the championship. You're missing you missed the uh, you missed the Sam Black one. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, so Blevins and I, after we had corrected the judge, we were talking about how great yep. the event was going and in this and that, and uh, you know, and, uh, we're walking, we're just like walking back to, uh, you know, I don't know, look, go get Stella or something. Back to the group or something. Yeah. yeah, and then I was like, yeah, you know, this event is going just really well. All I gotta do is uh, find some chick to hang out with, and I'm like, hey, Sam Black, what are you doing later on? As I walk right by him, <laughs> right by. <laughs> just did, did miss a beat. Three. <clears throat> Yeah, and trolling the pros. Yeah. Then we, uh, you know, we got, we got the hat trick, but we're like, no, we're going, we're going Dunkler style going, here. Going, going big. We're not going home yet. We're here for day two. So, uh, Ando, was it Ando? Yeah, he's playing, uh, he got Curse of the Swine. No, it was Jivin that got oh, Curse of the Swine. Oh, Jivin, yeah, Jivin had Curse of the Swine, whatever, one of them guys. Jivin got Curse of the Swine. I said, hey, let me get some of those tokens. It's like, hey, let me get that, uh, let me get that Sharpie. And he looks at me and he's like, he's like, I know you're gonna just take these and not give them back. <laughs> Still have him looking at him right now. Yeah. Which is 100% true. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, he got his sharpie back, I think. Probably not. I highly doubt it. Yeah. So we walk up. <laughs> I walk up to Tom Martell, and I say, Hey, I, sh- I hand him a board token. Can you swine this for me? <laughs> he gives me a look. I then look at his girlfriend. I was like, I was like, yeah, see, it's a pawn. I, I don't think he gets it. She's like, I, I got it. <laughs> Clearly didn't get it. No. Clearly. She's didn't. also a an emotionless robot. Yep. So, you know, you probably got more out of her than uh, he's ever gotten. Yep. Hi-yo! So, uh, so my plan is to next time, if uh, I see if I see him in another event soon, hopefully, um, I'm gonna walk up again and do it and be like, hey, can you swine this for me? And be like, you know, because you're fat and sweaty. <laughs> uh, God, all the time Martel hate. So much hate. So much hate. That's all we do. So what do we got next? No, the, the people we're giving negative shout-outs to. The no, uh, this is the no luck. This is the, this is the, this is the drink your haterade section. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... We got some. We got some no love to Joe Steet, as always. <laughs> he did something wrong. I don't know. I forget. I don't remember what it was, but he got a negative shout out for yeah, something. Yeah, got negative for something. Um, who else gets negative shout outs? Uh, Joe Mario gets a negative shout out. Joe Mario gets a negative shout out. Here's why. Joe Joe Mario. Oh, oh wait, wait a second. Props props to Lucas CL for his top sixty four ish finish. Just remember. He I just remember that. He's not listening. He's clearly not listening. <laughs> he, he's too busy being successful at life. Yeah, doing real things, not uh, not watching the podcast. Nope. So Joe, Joe Mario, the past like month or so, has been just obsessing over Zach Stella. He want he's been trading for all the Colossus of Sardinia. He wants true name nemesis. He creepily adds Zach Stella on Facebook. What a fanboy! Obsessing fanboying over him. To no end. Last Wednesday, uh, before the GP, uh, Zach Stella is literally in Dark Forest to draft on Wednesday. 
Joe Marshall at the Sabres game instead. Doesn't get to see Zach Stella at all. It would be like any other Magic Probably. player hanging out with Reed Duke and just bailing on it. Yeah. Having the Sh- chance to, to shout see... Shout-outs to Lucas Labuda's best friend, Reed Duke. Shout- also, shout-outs to Lucas Labuda. Half shout-outs. <laughs> he's, he's in the stream right now. I don't care. He gets a half shout-out because he has not confirmed that Reed Duke will be on the podcast. <laughs> Clearly, it's never going to happen. I don't, I don't no. want Lucas to think that I'm delusional enough to think it'll actually happen. I'm just kind of half trolling him. <laughs> <laughs> so what else? What do we got? What do we got? Oh, um. Hold, talk- hold, hold on, hold on. Right. Dan Stella says he was registered as Joe Steele in the GP. No. I'm assuming he's talking about Joe Steele, and he was registered as Joe Steele. He has that uh, alias. He's got to have an alias because of all the nefarious deeds he does. But we got to <laughs> talk about uh, Dan Stella's brother. Seemed rather solid, decent dude. He was the yeah. featured artist of Grand Prix Toronto. Uh, yeah. Did the art of the playmat. Did the art of the Colossus and Nemesis, which is just completely screwing up modern. I mean, uh, excuse me, legacy. Like that, that card yep. is just just insane in legacy right now. Yep. <clears throat> but how about uh? We ran into a Mr. Texas, uh, a.k.a. Joe Wilson. He was talking about uh, Scott. Shout-outs to Scott. Shout-outs to Texas about the, the podcast. And, uh, John, you can elaborate on that one. That's that's up your alley. Yeah, so we're uh, we're just sitting around hanging out, and he, he comes up, and he uh, – I didn't know he listened to the podcast, and we just randomly uh, – <clears throat> we just randomly mentioned the podcast. And he goes, yeah, I listened to the pod- the, your guys' latest podcast. Uh, I listened to the whole hour and a half because I'm I do some overnight, overnight job. job. Yeah. yeah, and uh, you guys didn't talk about magic even once. <laughs> I'm thinking like, well, no. He's like, no, you didn't mention magic the game even one single time. He's like, it's not the work. It's not that bad. I, I don't mind that you don't talk about magic, but you guys are kind of like the league for magic. You're loosely based on it, but you rarely ever actually talk about it. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, that's not half bad. That's yeah. not half bad. Yeah, I mean, like, cause if, if you you go looking on the internet for podcasts about how to be a better player and things like that, you know, I mean, why are you going to listen yeah, to us? Anyone like, can find that. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's if, not why you're coming here. If you just want, like, the humor and the trolling and all that stuff, you come to us. That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yes, there was this girl on Saturday, the dragon lady. Yep. So I ran randomly uh ended up like trading to her and she's you know, she just collects like dragons, like every dragon, every edition, foil, non foil, all that stuff, like every single one. Like even honorary dragons, like Nickel Boss, the Planeswalker. Yes. Though though negative shout outs for not having Mutavault, the best dragon is <laughs> That's true. I told her that. I'm like, do you know what the best dragon standard is? And she's like, uh, probably... Uh, Stormbreath. Stormbreath dragon. I go, nope, Mutavault. And she's like, what? It's not a dragon. I'm like, yeah, Mutavault's a dragon. She's like, Mutavault's good, but Mutavault's not a dragon. I go, you just don't. You've just never read Mutavault before. It turns nope. into every creature type. I was so disappointed. I know. So Coster Punch dropped her down from the rating system. <laughs> Oh, there was some other side note. There was some other Mutavault troll. Oh, what was it? It was because you know how I always uh, I always ask all these trivia questions, and every single time the answer is Mutavault. Like, what's the best 
troll and standard mutavolt. What's the best dragon standard mutavolt? How do you attack with the turn? How do you attack with the Neldrazi on turn two and standard mutavolt? And there was some, uh, there was some trivia question that it had nothing to do with creature types, but the answer was still mutavolt. Oh, I don't remember what it was. I sent it to Jivenin, and I'm like, what's what card does this in standard? And he's like. And then you just see the light bulb go on. He's like, Mutavolt! I got it! Mutavolt! It's Mutavolt! And I'm like, yep, it's always Mutavolt. <laughs> but the story is completely useless because I don't remember what it was. Yep. Would have been hilarious. Would have been, actually... been absolutely hilarious is not even close to remotely worth anyone's time because yep. I forgot the story. <laughs> yep. So, <laughs> yeah, we really are like the league. We really are. Yeah. So and that uh, we're probably going to be canceled next season. No, that's the plan. <laughs> but yes. Um, so on top of that, yeah, the Dragon Lady existed. It was actually kind of cool to hang out with and talk to. A lot of people just hanging out and talking to were really cool. That's kind of why I like mm-hmm. trading. You just kind of sit around, talk, laugh, all that stuff. Yep. Let's see what else we got. What else we got? Let's see what we got. Oh, uh, <laughs> we can talk about Kai's uh, heartbreaking winning and loss in oh, the last. Oh, we're, we're, not, we're not even there yet. Oh, okay. So I'm no, <clears throat> I'm no expert. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a at par, I guess, judge, but uh-huh. I, I am a, an expert, an expert on deck lists, and we had two deck list errors. <laughs> Um, in day two of drafting, Kai Burnett um, forgot to write Horizon Chimera on his, yeah. his pool. Make sure you count 60. Make sure you double count 60. Make sure you triple count 60 and stand. Or 40. And in, 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 in sealed and draft 40. Do it over yeah. and over and just make sure you do it three or four times. Um, do not mess up because if you get a game loss, it might screw you. Kai is playing yeah. against Pro Tour champion Alexander Hain for the second yep. time in this event, I think. And gets a game one no, game No, it wasn't the second time in the event. Oh, it was you the first time? Play. You can no. only play two times in the event in the top eight. That's that's false. Um, for um, if, if you're in the same draft pod twice, you can you can be in a, you can be put in the same draft pod twice. So you can play. You will. Can you? Yes. Really? Yes. Mm, okay. He, play, he played Hain twice. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah, so he gets a game one game loss. Ends up uh, beating him two one. So that was good. But we had a a different this. This is the like the deck list thing of all deck list things. I, I it, it is perhaps like. The cutest, most absurd, most baffling thing I've probably ever seen in my life. Besides Vinny Shibeta. Well, Vinny's cute. (laughs) So, yeah, we're just kind of sitting there just talking, shooting the breeze. I'm, you know, busy making a trade. I got there. It was like a Sunday, and in general, Sundays are not so great for trading because a lot of people, you know, who don't plan on day two, they just go for the day. And then just don't come back Sunday. You know, they get the hotel for Friday and leave on Saturday after the event, and they'll grab another day hotel if they did too. So, trading was weak. So I was kind of shooting the breeze with someone. Made 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 some big trades on Sunday, which was cool. But so I look over and I see a deck list, and Jamie from Collectors has get ready for the Sunday Super Series standard. And I look over and just look at the deck, see what she's playing, and I see. 12 green lands, 8 red lands. Not forests, not mountains, green lands, red lands. 
I, I don't even know what to say. Yeah, I, I was dumbfounded when this happened. She was just like, yeah, that's what they are. They're Greenlands. So I'm like, why do you think this is acceptable? It's like, that's <laughs> true. It's not even true. Lands are not colored. Yes. They're colorless. I mean, I mean <laughs> you know, I mean, it's there, there is some truth value. That they produce green, but no, that it's it's unacceptable. Yeah. Also, Bianchi brings up a an interesting side or a uh, a very important side point. Uh, shout outs to Canadian Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> shout outs to Canadian Nicki Minaj. Yeah, Bianchi's like, yeah, I was sitting next to Canadian Nicki Minaj. She's that girl, and we're all like, no, we know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But yeah, I I can't believe that she wrote those that on those like it it, it baff I was baffled. And, and she was saying she's like yeah I do it all the time. I'm like yeah she said that she does it all the time. I'm like you've never gotten a game loss for that. She's like well they don't really deck check you at O three and I'm like oh but <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but no she she was doing pretty well last time I checked. I don't know how she ended up finishing, but she yeah. was like three. Or something at some point. Yeah, also, we had uh, we had rumors that Vinny Shibeta was six zero. Oh, so Joe Steet. That's what it was. Joe that's Steet what it was. Came, yep. Yep. Joe Steet came over negative shout. Thirty five negative shout outs and five thousand to be claimed later. Yeah. Joe Steet comes over and tells us he goes, "Guess who's six and zero?" I'm like, "Kai." And he's like, "Well, yeah, but guess who else is six and zero?" <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know. He goes, "Vinny Shibeta and Joe Shea and I just look at each other and this is just like coldness just runs straight to our hearts like if Vinny day twos I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do and then you're like yeah and what if he top it and I'm like no, don't no don't say that don't say that it's not we're not over we're not dead yet we I don't spent, have to think about that. I spent yeah, all this time building a collection enough to burn it before I kill myself. I didn't want it and then have me jump on the fire afterwards. <laughs> was not willing to deal with that. But it turns out he was four two and then lost in the next round, so I don't don't even know where that came from. Shout outs major props whoever knocked him out of the event. You will oh, get a you will get a shout out to Dunklers, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Canadian Minaj adds us on Facebook. I will send her something. Yes. Don't know what. Sign something or other, but yeah, we could do do that. But yeah, but yes, I've got a a little comment about trading. Uh, my little soapbox rant. Um, trading was pretty good, um, fun. I had a good time. But two little things bothered me. Um, if I go through your binder, I mean, if you have a small binder, you know, like the you know my small kind of starter binders, and I say, yeah, I see this card with five dollars, and that's what I want. Please do not spend 20 minutes going through my multiple binders trying to find a card to make it work. <clears throat> it's so annoying. It's like, my God. <clears throat> See, I, w I want that, su that one supreme verdict, but I, I don't want to waste an hour trying to trade for it. Yeah. That's just brutal. You know what I mean? If, if, you, if the guy sees something small, just, you know, just tell him what you're looking for. Maybe he can find it for you quicker. Yeah. And... There's another thing. I mean, like you know, it happens. Or if you're not like an inexperienced trader, new to magic, whatever. I mean, you're making that mistake. Not a problem. You know, it's frustrating, but I'll deal. 
But I had this I, – actually, I had something happen to me that was really, really sent me off the wall. Um, I was trading with this guy. He was like this guy and his, his girl. They were, you know, trading together, whatever. So, you know, we're trading. You know, she, you know, they're, they're, you know, she seems more, you know, aware of what my car, magic cards are good and things like that. So she, you know, she pulls out this card. You know, pulls out a card. Pulls out another card. Pulls out another card. And I tell him the prices. You know, I'm like, oh, you know, they're listed in my binder. Buy Star City price. You know, looks at a card and he says, oh, well, I, that's, I thought it was this much. You know, like three dollars less. Looks it up. You know, oh, I'm wrong. It's, it's actually the price you had. Okay, that's fine. Uh, you know, looks in the second card. Oh, it's six dollars. No, I think it's four. He looks it up again. It's six. Boom. You know, pull the next card. Yeah, it's a three dollar card. You sure it's three? I think it's two. Looks that one up. Oops, that's three. So, like, seriously, like, you can look up every card. Like, if, if I'm right on the first five cards and <laughs> I think we're off by a dollar on the sixth one, like, why would you think I'm trying to get you on that one that one dollar on that one card? <laughs> Yes, yeah. I, put, I put it in there solely to get you on that one card because I knew you were going to be here. It's a long here. con, man. It's a long yeah, con. Yeah, really, the long con. Um, yeah, just just brutal. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take a little break here. Um, let's fire up some more audio of the uh, the Joe Shea draft pod. Do I have any more audio than, of the Joe Shea draft pod? I, I was in the finals. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see if uh, we can get Rich back. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the finals of GP Toronto. It is Joe Shea versus Shuhei Nakamura. We're in the final concluding turns of the Grand Prix. Nakamura in a commanding position. Joe Shea's got about one turn left. Nakamura at a low life total. Joshe has nothing on board. He's got a big threat in hand, but there's not much he can do. It looks like he's going to lose, and the champion will be the Pro 2 Hall of Famer, Shuhei Nakamura. Let's see what Joshe has to draw. Draws a card. What is that? It, it, <laughs> it's the miscut. It's the miscut. Messenger speed, he gives his creature haste and trample. Nakamura can't block. Joshe wins the Grand Prix with the miscut messenger speed that he picked over in Elspeth. Back one pick two. <laughs> Joshe is the Grand Prix champion. <laughs> So yeah, Joshe, congratulations on winning GP Toronto. <laughs> congratulations to Shuhei Nakamura, who I'm pretty sure wasn't even there for top eighting. <laughs> Maybe it was Martin Yuza. Yuza. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of guys did really well, so that was cool. I know Kai played several pros several times. Eric played Huey Jensen and... <laughs> Played Huey Jensen and he played uh played Turtonwald, yeah. So uh, as a you know pretty solid pros these guys are playing. So definitely the Buffalo crew is doing really well, and we hope to have it continue on the future. And you know we're gonna keep working to do so. So if you wanna become part of the awesomeness, you know, and help out and do all that stuff, um, you know, let us know. You know, we'll try to help you out, get you better. You know, get you uh. Get you day two in these events, get you uh, playing against pros, get you beating pros and all that. We can do yeah, that. Definitely. So, yeah, um, 
that was pretty much the Grand Prix. Um, a couple other side effect, uh, side notes. Um, Eric Szynski could not sleep all weekend. <laughs> um, there were two beds. Eric and I shared a bed, and then uh, Blevins and Andrew shared a bed. I got no sleep all weekend because Eric literally tossed and turned for hours and hours and hours straight. I don't know how we could have focused on the event. GP night terrors. GP night terrors. <laughs> I mean, that's, it was unbelievable. Um, on top of that, we uh, we went and got Chinese food on Saturday. Oh, what's that place? That that was it. Zet's place. Zeb, Zeb, Zet's. I don't know. Kai said that food was amazing. So yeah, yeah. So we gotta hit it up next time if we uh, yeah. if it happens. But yeah, we went to a Chinese food that was literally the Chinese restaurant was right next to a vet. Was right next to a veterinarian. Yeah. So glad that I don't eat meat. So sketch, so sketch. A little bit, but yeah, avoid avoid Chinese food. No, Especially, no, no. no. <laughs> avoid, no, just go all in. We're 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 all in at this point. No, my 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 friend put it best. He goes, you know, if this Chinese food is cat, when I get home, I'm frying up fluffy. <laughs> like, there's no better way to put it, because you know what? Who cares? I don't. <laughs> Slightly awkward, but we'll go with it. We'll go. We'll uh, run with it. Oh, oh! Negative shoutouts to Mike Ando, to John Blevins, Eric Szynski. We got <laughs> lost about four times. <laughs> like, the hotel was about five minutes from the event site. Shoutouts to Vince for taking care of all that. So, yes, uh, five minutes from the event site. Getting there, no problem. Getting back, we got lost every single time, <laughs> despite the fact we had a GPS. Despite the fact we had a GPS, I bring, I bring the GPS to not have this happen. We're on our way to Toronto. Uh, you know, I just unbelievable. Don't know how it well, happened. The, the GPS would, wouldn't say anything. We'd be like, oh, we just turned left here because we can see the hotel. And it's like, okay, we turned left. Randomly turns into a highway. We're, we're veered off like 15 miles. That's how moths die going into the uh, blood zap. They see the light. And like, oh, let's go into the light. Let's go. Let's go into the candle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, I know the stream's a little bit delayed, but if you guys have any last-minute questions, uh, oh, we put them in the chat. We'll answer them. If not, uh, we'll probably uh, conclude. Yeah. We got some. Decent, we got some decent numbers today. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, you know we'll just talk for a few minutes, let the questions pour in if there, there are. Um, I'm pretty sure that the consensus is that blue is just amazing and sealed in draft. Yeah, absolutely. Just blue and black are the most interactive colors in this format, and that's really where you want to be. Yeah. Green has uh, a lot of the stronger commons, uh, and it has some interaction, and it's got a lot of powerful spells, but uh, besides, like, Time to Feed and, like, some of the uh, artifact enchantment removal, you don't really have a ton of ways to interact. It pairs very nicely with blue, and it pairs very nicely with black. Um, but on its own, it's it's not that stellar. Um, and with like something like red, it's really not that good. It's decent with white, but that's more of a uh, a theme deck, uh, like a, a heroic deck or like a really aggressive green white deck. Um, but my highest win percentage in uh, drafts uh, and sealed has been with uh, some combination of blue black by a pretty wide margin, I think. Just yeah. The removal, the uh, the combat tricks like the uh, Boon of Erebos, Triton tactics, 
being able to leverage those cards uh, into more card advantage in this format is extremely good. Using even the six, even the um, the sip of hemlocks and lash of the whips of the format, those <clears throat> they go a long way. They they go a long way, and, and you know, in other formats, they would probably be not that good, but in this one, they're extremely good. Um, the sad part is that this format kind of doesn't matter anymore. PTQ season's over. I don't think there's any more limited Grand Prix that are just Theros. There might be, but I mean, uh, they're not around here if there are. Yeah. Um, so, and one of the guys will add a, a whole new dimension to the format, I think. Yeah. Um, on top of that, uh, upcoming events, uh, I know there's not so many, you know, bigger events coming up. There's a couple local. I know there's a Dark Forest qualifier event on Saturday. Oh, that's right. Standard. The uh, Dark Forest uh, stand, Western New York Standard Championship Series qualifier is on Saturday, standard. Yes. And on uh, on Sunday, Collectors Inn's having their one-year uh, anniversary tournament. Uh, Shout-outs to the guys at Collectors for, you know, Joe, shout to Joe for taking it over from Jim. Shout-outs to Jim. Jim is Shout awesome. Shout-out to Joe, who- 100% not listening. <laughs> if, if he's listening, he's literally trying to find a way to just destroy it all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, beyond that, um, yeah, that's another standard event. So uh, time for standard. Bring uh, bring your decks. Check out uh, check out the forest. Check out collectors. And, uh, you know, hope that you guys uh, have a good time. Enjoy and win all uh, the good stuff going on. Um, we got a question from, who is that? Gigapone, uh, Ben. Ben. He s- says, uh, what do you think will happen with Xenagos in the next set? <clears throat> the pick of him shows him becoming a god. Do you think he will change from a planeswalker to a god? Uh, I don't really keep up with the lore at all, but from what I've read in, like, the player handbook, I think he becomes a god he or strives to become god. a god or something. Yeah, that is correct. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be in the next set or, um, you know, in the third set, journey to the next, but I'm pretty sure he will become a god and... You know, I'm not sure what his abilities are going to be. I'm not. Uh, a, a interesting question is going to be how you know gods are going to become you know creatures if they're multicolored. Yeah. You know, because the devotion is something that triggers at five. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just the way it's it's hard coded, I believe. I'd have to look it up, but I'm not going to right now. So I'm lazy. But yeah, true. I mean, I, I don't know how it's going to work with the multicolored gods. It should be interesting. Maybe then uh, I, I have no idea. But, yeah, I, I I don't have the slightest idea how they're going to do the new god mechanics. Yeah, I mean, I mean they can really do anything. The the devotion isn't hardwired to anything. It, the car the gods themselves say if your devotion to X is less than oh, it's less than five. Okay, oh, so yeah. that's fine. It's not a keyword on the gods now. Okay, yeah, <clears throat> devotion, yeah, they can just have devotion eight or six or something like that. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, cause I, I know it's kind of interesting because uh, Obnixilis from Zendikar was a planeswalker that lost his spark. And I'm not sure the transformation will work from a planeswalker to a god. Um, should be interesting. I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of... Upgrade or downgrade? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I have no idea. But I, I do I do enjoy the, the, the lore part kinda, um, as much as I can. The problem is I, I don't read the books. I don't have the books. But, you know, kind of just wiki it up and just, you know, kind of like wiki, wiki bounce around and, and just get some story things. But it should be interesting. Um, yeah. I don't know, but I yeah, no it should be a good question. I haven't read the book since Kamigawa. Yeah, there's, there's no real uh, books are good, though. No real they don't stories even do going books on anymore. either at this point. Um, no real stories. I mean, no real spoilers except the uh, the Scrylands and the basics, yeah, which are just that, a though. given. Yeah, I mean, you knew that yep. was going to happen, but yeah, 
yeah, there's gonna be some multicolor gods coming up. I'm not sure if they're demigods, how they're classified, but there are gonna be some multicolor ones. Yeah. The yeah, I have no idea what it is. But uh, anyone else have any other questions? Yeah, I uh, I know the stream's a little bit delayed, but people have had a chance to ask questions. Yeah. But this is the last chance. This is yeah. your last chance to be on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> forgot, completely forgot about this until you were doing your uh, like kind of R&B kind of voice. Uh, you know where I'm going with this? R&B, but... Uh, do I know where you're going with this? The R&B voice. No, let's hear it. Get our Tice on. <laughs> there was there was some major Buffalo representation in the, the side oh, event tables. side events, yep. Yes, Bryant Tyson just smashing every every deck with real cards. Any deck with a Force of Will or a Sculptor and you know cards like that just getting smashed. They could not yeah. handle... Could not handle the, the poison. Turn Island Brainstorm, that's game. <laughs> Brainstorm scoops. <laughs> Can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, him and Darnell Lamb brought it with uh, Dredge. So that Rush was cool. They, yep. they can and rush. They yep. can and rush the side events. Yeah, and I know uh, favorite comment in Thero Sealed. Um, snap. Uh, Canadian drivers, they do not signal. They do not use a turn signal when they're switching lanes, which is kind of frustrating. Favorite, Favorite <laughs> there sealed has to be favorite hop or not favorite hop, but hopeful Eidolon. I I for some reason I really like the um, chosen by Heliod. I I don't know why I always end up with like three in every draft. I for some reason I think I think like the plus O plus like any any mechanic that's an enchantment that draws you a card I like way too much. Um, John, how did you do with the Grand Prix? I did terribly. I had two buys, and I proceeded to go 0-2. Was not feeling like playing at all anymore. Just dropped it at 2-2. Sounds about... Was not... Was not... I, I've never felt this way before an event before. I just did not feel like playing at all. Um, I really wish that the Grand Prix would have been... Uh, a month ago? Like, a month ago. Or three weeks ago, or whatever. Like when I went, when I went to like a PTQ, and then a PTQ, and then the Grand Prix. I wish it would have all been in one chunk. I wish it would have been before Moto Crash because I stopped playing Magic Online for a while. I wish it would have. I wish a lot of things would happen. Uh, a lot of things happened where I had to stop playing. I stopped practicing for a while. I was not interested. I started playing Hearthstone, uh, and when I got to the event, I was just like, I don't, I don't even feel like playing. Like I just had no motivation whatsoever. So. I don't think that was everything. I think I miss. I definitely misbuilt my pool. Um, the people I played against were really their their decks were really good. I misplayed a couple times, and I was just like, I'm not even. I'm not in a position to play good Magic. I'm not going to rattle off five wins the way I'm playing. I was like, I, I'm just going to go. I'm, I'm not playing. So it was disappointing. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, it wasn't a good finish. I wasn't disappointed because I didn't. I was not expecting. I was not expecting better at that point. If you would have asked me three months ago, if you would have told me th three months ago that I was going to go 2-2 drop in GP Toronto, I would be very upset. But uh, now I'm like, it is what it is. Yeah. The event overall was a good time, though, I think. I had fun. The event was a good time. I just didn't want to play Magic. 
So and that happens every once in a while. It happens to me. I, I go in cycles with magic, so I'm at a downswing right now. But yeah, that happens all the time with me. But but I think that, I think that's a good thing. A lot of times, if you play too much, uh, it can really make you sick of it. And if you keep pushing and doing too much with magic or with anything really, uh, it can really be detrimental to your overall enjoyment of it. So I'm probably going to be taking a little bit of a break. Um, I don't know to what extent, but, uh, yeah. And then I'll come back in a few months or weeks or whatever, and I'll be fully revitalized and ready to play. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I know that, like, I'm, at this point, like, I'm, you know, kind of in, like, ultra pumped about the podcast, and sometimes I'm just kind of, like, busy. Like, now I'm feeling like I'm really pumped, and I wanted to, um, you want to just get more people listening, so now we've got more likes, and, you know, yeah. you know, we're starting to be more, you know, recognized, and just in general, and, you know, I, I enjoy, I mean, I, I'm, I, I, I've, we said it, we said it episode one, and we're going to say it forever. Um, you know, we're going to do the podcast, um, you know, no matter if, if no one's listening, I don't care. Yeah, have so much fun. Couldn't possibly care less. (laughs) Yeah, you know, but I mean, at the same time, we'd love to have you know more people listening, people enjoying it, and it would be nice and all that stuff. Some uh, some more fans. Yeah, so I mean, you know, if anyone uh, who's listening just you know tells your friends, like us on Facebook, it's huge. Um, Really, you know, makes my day when I I see people liking it. People I know makes me even smile more when people I don't know are liking it, Mm. because I mean, it means we're reaching out to other people and increasing our audience and all that fun stuff and also if they're people we don't know then there's a chance we don't hate them so yeah <laughs> so yep uh i think on that note we can uh you know call it a live cast and uh maybe aim for another one uh in a week or so i'm not sure your availability is but yeah we'll, we'll leave it open um feedback on, on if, the, if you like the live cast or you or yeah. whatever like to let us know who's famous trickster I have no idea, but at, at the same time, if uh, people want to know the live cast, but you know your availability is you know iffy, and you want a certain day, we can try to work around that. You know, I mean, our John works. I got other stuff going on sometimes, but we can uh, get it going. We should try doing another. Uh, oh another... God, I know who it is. It's that troll. That's that's Ando, that asshole. That's why he asked how I did in GP. <laughs> <laughs> get rolled. I just got, I just got fate for trolled. Yes. So uh, we should try doing another live, uh, another live uh, F and M. That would be uh, yeah, that would be cool. Could be fun. We should try to uh, see if we can get that going in the works. Well, but definitely uh, release. Yeah. Um. I mean, on that note, though, um, thanks for doing live cast, John. It was fun. I loved. Yes, I I loved doing the picture of you with the handlebar, me with the Dr. Seuss hat. <laughs> I thought that came out really well. It looks hilarious. Yeah. Oh. I forgot to mention. I forgot to tell you the story about uh, how my dad watched the listened to the podcast. Yes. So I went home. Uh, this was a few months ago, and he goes, "So uh, I listened to uh, the podcast." I go, "Oh yeah, how'd you like?" He's like, "Made it through five minutes of it. A new personal best." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, "Yep, that's uh, that's my dad just trolling me to the extreme, like he always." But yep, um, everyone, everyone who's listening, uh, thanks for checking us out and for watching. Share the stream if you can. Share the uh, podcast if you can. Like us on Facebook, etc., etc. Facebook.com backslash the Slam Dunklers. We, um, you know, uh, the more Facebook likes we get, the more people who share the, the live cast and things like that. It makes it easier for us. And you know, if our numbers get up, we can try to start giving away. Uh, you know, some interesting cards, fun cards, maybe some valuable cards, nothing too valuable, but you never know. Try to figure something out, but, you know, um, again, thanks for listening. Thanks for, um, 
you know, checking us out. And uh, we will catch you next time. Later. See ya!